0: this story is crazy but it might trigger some people i wish i had the courage to unalive my ex-boyfriend Around August 2019 I had a classmate who I started talking to. He was the class president of our class so he talked to everybody. He was very nice and very hard-working at first and I guess that's what made me attracted to him. We hit it off instantly and soon enough we started dating. Not even two months in he started to get spicy and I was uneasy because I never got spicy with anybody before but I went along with it. Then October came around and it was our semester break. He invited me over to his dorm room to watch a movie since all of his roommates were going back to their families while he was the only one left. I knew what his intentions were but I I was just not comfortable and ready to hook up at that time. So I told him that I didn't want to go any further. He was like, please, just the small stuff. That's it. I promise. And he kept begging and begging until I said yes. The next day I went to his dorm. It was 5 a.m. by the way, and I had to walk to his dorm cold and moist because I had just gotten out of the shower. I laid on his bed to rest because my legs were tired from all the walking and not even three minutes in, he tried to get busy. He totally ignored me and just kept repeating, I promise I'll go slow. I'm not going to hurt you. And 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 at that point, tears started rolling down my face and I just froze. He asked me if I was okay and I just nodded my head. I didn't know why. Maybe because I just wanted it to be over. I thought this was what love was. I convinced myself it felt good and I even faked everything. He didn't even walk me to my house. He just gave me money and told me, stay safe. When I went home that day, I took another shower and cried so hard because I felt so disgusting and terrified and heartbroken. But even after all that, I forced myself to think that it was okay and that it felt good it didn't stop there he would harass and assault me in class in front of my friends my friends were making fun of me and my other classmates were talking behind my back and agreed that I was a floozy I stopped talking to some of my friends because I didn't want to make them uncomfortable because my boyfriend would start to grab my honkers and play with them in front of people I let him in my apartment to have sleepovers and do whatever like he was paying rent it was a one-bedroom apartment and I lived with my older sister and whenever he was there we would stay at the bedroom while my sister slept in the living room she would usually sleep there anyways because she would arrive home late from school because of practice and stuff. And I would still feel bad that she had to just sleep on a couch. But yeah, it was so bad, the hookups I mean, that he would only last two minutes max and didn't care if I finished. He just told me he'd get me next time. Spoiler alert, that never happened. It was so bad, some of my friends were concerned and I told them that I was fine, despite all of my other classmates judging me and eyeing me like some kind of monster. But they would rarely take a second look at my boyfriend. I would pretend everything was fine. I had rose-tinted glasses glued to my face. I thought, this was what love was. The feeling of being violated, uncomfortable. I get sick thinking about it, but I loved him. I loved him so much that I spent my month's allowance on gifts and food for his birthday. While I paid for all of my food and treated myself on my birthday, his gift to me was thrifted shoes that didn't even fit me and hookups that only made him feel good. I loved him so much that I was willing to miss my sister's long awaited musical play just so he could get a piece of me. I loved him even though he would ask me for money when he knew I received my monthly allowance. So he could play video games on the computer and forget about my existence I loved him so much that I would cook him lunch and I would bring it to school But he would either skip last minute or pretend he was sick But I knew all along he was just chilling on the computer I was so sick and tired that I pulled a sick prank on him and I told him I was pregnant I showed him a photo that I edited and I made it look like a pregnancy test was positive. He got mad at me, but I had no regrets because I thought that it would make him start using protection more, but it didn't. Nothing changed. Our relationship kept going on for months. COVID rolled around and at first I was so glad that he was going back to his families because I didn't want to see that disgusting POS. But now I was more annoyed that the fact that he would only talk to me online at 2 a.m. because his parents didn't approve of the relationship. And if I told my parents I was in a relationship, they would unalive him me. I ruined my sleeping schedule because of him. This kept going on for months until it hit around June where he would force me to do spicy things in front of the camera. I sobbed whenever he did that and I told him I was uncomfortable. He would get angry at me and he would go on for hours. He would stop talking to me when I said no and he would say you don't love me anymore. I just want to see you. Stuff like that. I would finally agree and get it over with. I would cry while doing it but he just didn't care at all. Like his main objective in life was to get off and after he finished he would say nothing and end the call. He would later text me and say I gotta go to sleep my mom will find out that I'm talking to you good night and he would leave me there to cry. The same month he broke up with me over some stupid little stuff his brain couldn't comprehend. I told him once we are through there's no going back and he would cry and beg me to stay but I had some self-reflection that time and I told him to f off. I got my revenge or what I thought was revenge. I would tell my classmates he was a monster and he would hurt me and they would feel sorry for me but they were still friends with him and they would make sick jokes. My ex told him that I was a monster and that he had no idea what I was on. I took his spot as the class president because I was better in it than he was. But in the end, it would just take a toll on me because of how much work I had to do. He was still my classmate, so I had to tolerate him. I had to tolerate everyone. I felt sick. I only had four friends, but I'm really glad that they stayed with me. But to the people who are probably wondering why I stayed as long as I did, it's because I was stupid and I didn't know any better. I thought this was love. I am dumb. I also blame myself for staying as long as I did. I snapped out of it and left immediately but he also said that he would harm himself if I left so I was scared whenever I said no he would give me the silent treatment and he would be mad at me he emotionally and physically hurt me I had developed trauma and got nightmares because of it I never got any sincere apology from him or my classmates I don't even want to see their faces anymore I want to unalive him if only I had the courage to smash his face tear him apart while he's still conscious or run him over with the truck slice off his member and just hurt him alive I want him unalive and every single time I think about hurting him, I have no regrets or disgust. I'm not sorry for thinking about it. I'm not sorry for daydreaming about unaliving his throat or making his classmates drink his blood. I want to grill his chopped member and feed it to the people who judged me. Especially those two girls who called me a floozy when they themselves can't live without male validation or a member inside them. F everyone. F my ex-boyfriend. I can't even imagine that he's currently in a school for ministers. How could he ever live without spice in his life? And how could he ever face some God knowing what he did. My last words to him were, you deserve a special place in hell. This story was intense. Obviously there's a lot of trauma in this story and I think after what the OP went through, her extreme thoughts are pretty natural to have. As long as she doesn't act on them, I don't think there's a problem here. The sad thing about this whole post is it's way too common in relationships. I know so many women that have these exact same stories and I myself even dated a woman who said she would harm herself if I left her. So this is an all too real story, but I hope the OP can get some help for this trauma and hopefully move on to better things. Also, her ex-boyfriend is a total POS. This next story is not as intense. I am jealous of my friends who don't have their lives together. I, 23 male, have my life pretty together. I graduated with a degree in computer science and I work as a software engineer in a healthcare company. I make a decent amount of money for my age and I live with my good friends. I never have to worry about rent or having enough money for food and I started saving a nice chunk of cash. On the surface, I should be happy. But underneath, I am jealous of my good friends who don't have their lives together. My two roommates both dropped out of college early. They have massive amounts of debt and get paid half of what I do, but none of that bothers them. They smoke and drink all day. They routinely skip work to the point that their jobs are in jeopardy. They show up drunk and high to work as if that's normal, but they don't have a care in the world. Their lives are falling apart and they don't care at all. Actually, they're happy. I've had multiple conversations with them about this and they simply don't care. They say they will be successful later on in life, but now they're just going to hang out and do nothing. I came home from work today and both of them were wasted playing video games for hours. And I think to myself, am I really the one with the better life here? This is one of those classic, the grass is always greener on the other side moments. Because yeah, people who don't care, of course they're going to look like they're having a better life. They're just doing whatever the hell they want. But these friends are also saying that they're going to be successful later on in life. So at some point they're going to have to stop living this carefree lifestyle and actually get to work. Life won't be so easy then. I don't know. I think the OP needs some new friends and I would start traveling a lot more because it sounds like he has the funds to have a more exciting life than he's currently living. Let me know if this next story is relatable. I woke up my neighbors at 2am because I was singing my heart out. So I was having one of those fake tours where I imagine myself singing in front of a crowd while I play my favorite songs in my headphones. I mouthed the words and the high notes so I don't even make any noise. I guess this time I got really into it and I started making those high-pitched noises. It was so High that my neighbor had to call me to stop making it. I was so embarrassed. I'm usually seen as a serious and quiet man. I totally hate myself. I 100% relate to this story because I myself have had embarrassing moments like this, but I think we just need to normalize all types of guys living lives any way they want. Sing your heart out, OP. This next story is kind of sad. My sister was left for dead in her dorm room for four days. It was four days until she was discovered. We called for a wellness check, but the uni told us we didn't need one because she was 18 we pushed and her dorm supervisor was allowed in her room with the police officer her body had already started to turn the night she passed I was hanging out at a film student event at my uni with my friends I hate myself for it for drinking beer and laughing while she passed and not knowing my last messages to her were memes we always did that for each other I wish I could have done more for her I feel guilty every single day the anniversary of her passing is in a few weeks this sucks every year I call it hell week because you feel every single scrape Raping second, that drags on by knowing that she was left there. All alone, no one looking for her. I'm devastated and I miss her a lot. I regret not doing more every day. She was my best friend, my little sister. She deserves better and I didn't give her that. I feel for the OP here. It's easy to put the blame on yourself in these situations because you don't want to think there was anything wrong with somebody you loved, but humans are complex and sometimes hard to understand. I think if the OP hasn't tried therapy to deal with this trauma, I think it would be worth a shot. This next story will be interesting if you like TikTok. I think TikTok should be banned. TikTok should honestly be banned for so many reasons. It just has people glued to their devices watching endless hours of stupid, pointless videos of people twerking and stuff. TikTok is also an app full of nothing but people saying you're not perfect the way you are. More so for girls than boys. For example, my niece is underage. Not giving the exact age because of obvious reasons, she had TikTok for a long time. She is not even allowed on the app anymore because she kept watching endless videos with people saying inappropriate words, she would see people twerking, and she would hear songs that a girl her age should not be hearing. So my family convinced my sister, her mom, to have the app removed from her phone. Now in another case why TikTok should be banned is because it makes girls think they aren't perfect the way they are. As someone with an old mindset, when I see girls out in public with their attitudes, the way they dress, and all this makeup, I'm 100% sure it's all because of this damn app influencing the way they make their appearance. So some 69 year old man can look at them and get excited. That's not even mentioning all the underage girls on this app that twerk and shake their butts just to make more creepy men come after them. TikTok is doing nothing but controlling our minds and saying we are not perfect, which is BS. There's kind of a lot to unpack here. I do think children of a certain age shouldn't be on social media. And I do think TikTok can be bad at times. It's still in the very early stages of popularity. I'm actually waiting for TikTok to have like an adpocalypse, much like YouTube did, or have something major happen on the app that's going to require big changes. But at the same time, I think TikTok has a lot to offer. And I think it's up to parents to make sure their kids can be kids instead of getting caught up in social media influence. With this next story let me know if it's relatable. Music gets me off better than my husband. I should start with that I've never written a confession on here before but I'm gonna give it a try. My husband and I went down to Mexico on a four-day weekend where we were supposed to get married. We canceled due to family drama and ended up getting married later in the year and we had the weekend off already so it seemed like it fit. We stayed in a very nice hotel right on the beach and did a lot of molly throughout the weekend. We had some of the best times we've ever had in our relationship with or without hooking up. And I will say, the hooking up was fantastic. On the second night, we ended up popping our first capsules at a very cute beach bar with food and drinks where I was able to keep my feet in the sand as we ate dinner. And we did a lot of tequila shop. Our server definitely picked up quickly that we were on something and he read the room. He was attentive, but it didn't kill the vibe. Followed up the beach bar with a nightclub and also on that beach, I'm positive, it was full of drug dealers and cartel members no judgment, but added to the vibe. While at the nightclub, I had to pee. Lots of tequila and Mary Jane does that to you, no matter the place. I ended up going to what I came to find out later was the staff restroom. I realized this because it was a single restroom as opposed to stalls. As I was peeing, I started to ride one of the many waves of some really good substances. Glass Animal's heat wave came on the loudspeakers. The bass allowed it to just flow as I sat down and stared up at the single light that was on the small toilet, and I swayed with the music. As I sat down and enjoyed this wave, I had the most intense O I've ever had. I could feel every single beat in the song through my C. This is where the confession comes. As my husband is currently playing video games in the living room and my now baby is asleep in his room, I just showered and decided to enjoy myself. Trying to find a good video nowadays is hard because I watched a lot while pregnant. I was a very frisky pregnant woman. So I log into Spotify and popped on This Is Glass Animals. As I did so, I thought about that night and that wave. I love my life now, but sometimes I wish I could go back down to that little beach in Mexico and roll balls with my husband. I know it'll never be the same, but a girl can fantasize. As As someone who doesn't party like the OP, I'm always curious because people love to talk about their feelings they experience while on substances. But I don't know, I don't think I want to live a life where I won't be able to recapture a certain feeling in life. That's just me, I guess. What are your thoughts? Let me know if this next story is you. I get a lot of male attention from some of my male friends, and I like it. I'm in a big friend circle with both men and women. And while I get along with everyone, there are four guys heavily flirting with me on a private chat. I'm trying to keep it platonic and not give any of them any hope, but I absolutely love the attention. I love feeling wanted and liked. There's one guy that caught my eye the most, and he's by far the closest to my age, but I feel like I reached the point where even if I developed strong feelings, I couldn't pick any of them. Especially because my ex was a part of this friend group as well, and has strongly distanced himself from us since I broke up with him. I just feel so floozy? Or like a pig? me? Those are probably not the right terms. However, as bad as it feels, it also feels so good after being ignored and rejected nearly my whole life. Am I the jerk? I could see why people might not like this OP, but if she's single and not leading people on, I don't really see anything wrong with her liking the attention. The moment she thinks she deserves the attention, that's when I think it's toxic. Also, if you've ever had that feeling of being ignored or rejected, when you get that validation from somebody or many people, it's pretty intoxicating, so I totally relate to this story. So that's it for today's episode. Let me know your favorite story in that comment section down below. Don't forget to follow on Spotify and hit that subscribe button if you want more content like this in the future.